becoming hyper-focused from being scattered will help you to achieve your goals. Today, we'll review the five best tips to overcome your inner saboteur. Healthcare entrepreneurs, are you ready to rewrite the rules for your business so you can have more time off, a great team, and more income while creating a positive social impact? Then you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provider's Edge. I'm your host, Sabrina Rombach. I'm a provider, an international peak performance keynote speaker, and a best-selling author. Let's open the gateway to profitability for you today. My guests and I help healthcare entrepreneurs and startup founders like you breathe through barriers so you can control your business, control your life, and control your future. This is your defining moment to be a disruptor in healthcare. Thanks for joining us for another episode of The Provider's Edge. Today, we know business owners, especially those of you who own your practice, there are so much you have to deal with, so much on your mind. And when you are already in a level of success, how do you get into the next level and not get into your own way? And this is why I invited Dr. Philip Agrios. He is a business breakthrough strategist, an international speaker, and best selling author who guides business people worldwide to move from self-sabotage to a self-made success by uncovering an inboard tray that stops their success. He has an amazing story. He actually had been a chiropractor and then had such amazing life changes and that led him to what he's doing today, supporting the healthcare entrepreneurs and other business around the world. So thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate you inviting me over. Yeah. So Dr. Uh, could you share with us a little bit about your background? How did you discover the path and put you on the work that you're doing right now? Yeah. Like you said, I used to be a chiropractor and a functional medicine practitioner. My specialty was thyroid and autoimmune disease. So I've had a insurance-based practice and I had a cash-based practice. So I fully understand the ups and downs of you know moving from an insurance base to a cash base. And it can be a lot of uh, challenges, especially in the mindset. So during my, uh, my 35 years of practice, I used to think way back when, like, why is the practice not doing well? Or why are my kids are doing what they're doing? Why are my patients not doing what I'm asking them to do? Just really simple. Why can't you just follow my instructions? And during this process, I was placed on this journey after going through a lot of stuff. I went through financial ruin, uh, a horrific divorce. One of my daughters almost committed suicide. I was on disability. I, w- I had a thing called thoracic outlet syndrome caused weakness and numbness on both my arms. I had carpal tunnel in both hands. I used to get out of bed feeling I was walking on glass. And I was in my late 30s and I had a multidiscipline clinic. I lost it all. I had a false accusation from insurance companies that I was going to jail, I was going to lose my license and everything else. It was false. But those years were just horrific trying to go out of that. Uh, but the, my license was totally clean. Nothing was problematic. Didn't go to jail or anything like that. But it caused me to then become disabled during that process. My father had brain cancer, died seven months later, and then my mom. So it was a lot of stuff going on, which allowed me to really dive deep within myself 
to really bring out something that was inside me that I wasn't looking for. And during the process, I was able to discover a hidden sabotage trait. We call it the inborn sabotage trait because you're born with it, that it actually doesn't undermine you, but it actually stops your success. Because if you actually achieve that success, subconsciously it would be more painful. So you never get to that growth period. And when I first found it, I was like, there's no way, this is too simple. So I went out to try to disprove it. And over 30 years of thousands and thousands of people, I couldn't. And during the process, I was actually able to find a way to switch it off instantly. And it works 100% of the time. Now, I'm from Jersey. You tell me this works 100% of the time. I'm going to say BS. Okay. <laughs> and my reputation being really important to me, I went out to try to disprove that. And to this day, whether you are a multi billion dollar uh, company, a CEO of it, or a child, this works 100% of the time. And it will show you how it affects you as well as your personal life and your professional life. Yeah. This concept of identifying self sabotage uh, has been newly recognized, I think a, a lot of been talking about and then just many different models. I learned the concept from positive psychology standpoint, and you also came up with your category as well. It's amazing how we know mind is so powerful and help us to create chaos and also decrease chaos at the same time. And just being us being together uh, and also definitely taking your quiz to be able to see that. I think uh, for the growth learners, the entrepreneurs, the practice owners, we have the mindset of actually, why do we read? Why do we learn? Why do we even in practice? Why do we grow? Is we wanted to get to the better spot, both for ourselves, for our team and for our patients. And that's so crucial to be able to have that self-awareness and could be that we already been on a journey to overcome some of the sabotaging tendency. We don't even realize where we're realizing some pattern, but it's not activating quickly. So it's great for you to be here today to help us break down. So for all the amazing people that you've been able to help and business owner to grow, what are some of the categories that you've been seeing these profiles? Well, so there's only three saboteurs out of seven point billion people. I didn't believe it either. So there's only three. There's called the director saboteur, the supplier saboteur, and the communicator saboteur. So when you start to release your personal professional power and you start to feel uncomfortable, that saboteur kicks in to protect you. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not an idiot or loser, all the hundreds of words we say to ourselves. You're just in protection. And imagine knowing while you're going into that contracted state to know exactly why that's happening. Use the antidote, which is the exact opposite to the saboteur. So that's why you it's impossible to sabotage yourself once you use the antidote. Then you can get past that comfort zone. So instead of doing this, you do that. You're still in the contraction and expansion, just like the heart does and we're dead. You're always going into a, an expansion and contraction state. So for instance, we had uh, we had a doc who was had a, like a less than a 30% closing rate. So those docs out there, you know you have to close. Well, within two weeks, once he realized that what he was doing, and it was actually his superpower that actually was causing him to not close, by using the antidote, it immediately allowed him to do that, and he went into a 100% closing rate. I didn't believe it. I said, I want to see the numbers because he was understanding he was overly giving too much to his patient, trying to overly educate them about when he understood what he specifically had to do, it immediately shifted. 
We see that consistently with salespeople. We've had people make $84,000 in a couple of weeks because they realize what they were doing because they were not using that antidote. And once it's like a seesaw type of thing, there's three traits. And once you have that seesaw in more of a balanced state, that's what happens. So we really found out that when you don't close, your saboteur actually is stopping you because it's more painful to close that person than not. Right. And then I'm just curious, in that situation, I think we naturally as service providers always thinking, I need to pour out. This is why I'm doing this. I needed to be just fixing it. But when we actually load people with a lot more information, they become the paradox of choices, right? You, yeah. you get so overwhelmed that you don't even know what to do. And therefore, Absolutely. it causes your patients to be in that overwhelmed state, even though you thought, oh, I, I was so complete. I just want them to have all the information before they can make a decision. But mm -hmm. we have to be able to meet people where they are. So I'm just curious in that case for that one doctor, what was the type of saboteur that he had? He was called a director saboteur. A director saboteur is a person scattered or all over the place. They don't get things complete. They'll get 99% done with something stop and then do something that's more fun. The chaos is their friend. Their superpower was communication. They overly communicate. They were just like, I'll do this, I'll do this and do this. Their energy was scattered because their mind was scattered. And once we started to help them to do specific techniques to help them to stimulate their, their antidote, they immediately, their, their, uh, their communication skill became very specific and they were able to now close that person very quickly, as well as their communication with their staff. He was having some problems with the staff and it wasn't the staff, it was really how he was coming, along, uh, coming about, giving them too much information and overwhelming them as well. So this director saboteur is the only one out of the three that needs mindset. The other ones don't. Because the other one called the supplier saboteur, those are the people that overly give, they overly share, they overly supply. They give too much because they focus on everybody else's feelings besides their own. They have a hard time saying no or not now to people, all right, because they think they have to give, give and not take. They don't feel validated. They don't deserve, they don't value themselves as much. So by doing so, when they do that, they give too much. They have no boundaries. So they don't need mindset. They What I call is feel set. They need to deal with the gut. As many docs know, there are three brains. There's the brain here, there is the gut brain, and then there's the heart brain. So they're actually found that there are neurites, HeartMath, which is a company, actually felt, found neurites in the heart. So the, the heart also can, can work uh, in some areas without the brain's help. So the supplier needs to feel differently. That's their key. That's why mindset doesn't work for them. The communicator saboteur is the person that has a hard time expressing. They cannot detach their thoughts. They overthink and overfeel too much. That gets just get in the way. You don't know what they're thinking or feeling because they're not expressing it to you. And uh, you just don't know what they're feeling because they don't want to feel stupid or embarrassed. So they pull back and disconnect. So those are the people that really need to understand how to express themselves in a different way that allow them to show their brilliance. And there, I, I had a doc one time that we finally, he was a communicator saboteur. We had finally, during his staff meetings, he started to actually express to his staff some of the things. And they were coming, this is brilliant, doc, because he never thought what he was saying was brilliant enough 
and he didn't want to feel stupid, so he kept it kept it to himself. And due to that, his practice just by doing that increased pretty well by just doing that little there. So depending on the situation, depending on the person, what they're born with, will in fact cause them to sabotage. Now, you have to realize you will never ever get rid of this because the saboteur is there to evolve you. See, when you get to be uncomfortable, you're ready to evolve. But because you don't know what to do, you go into a subconscious protection. So what we do is we show you how to use that to your advantage. Sabotaging traits are negative behaviors that stop us from reaching our goals and being happy. These traits can come from our past, childhood, or even our genes. Examples of saboteur traits are procrastination, self-doubt, trying to be perfect, and avoiding things. These traits can be hard to change because they are in our minds without us knowing. But by aware of these traits and trying to change them, we can become better and reach our goals. It is important to remember that change takes time, and we should be patient with ourselves. If you like today's episode, please share with your colleagues and friends who are also healthcare leaders, founders, and innovators. They will appreciate you for thinking about their growth, and let's accelerate together. All right, we'll get back to the rest of our show. Right, and I think it is so crucial in thinking about each separate things. Now, the director is—they are directing, and they are in the. Position that they feel like they got to do, and there are,、um, I believe, a lot of entrepreneurs and the leadership is going to be in that position because you have the vision, you、mm-hmm. have the ideas, and you constantly coming up one. But how to execute the ideas into reality?、Right. Take systems, take the right resources, take people, and、yeah. to be able to streamline that into a way that you can. What you mentioned, antidote, right? Keep yourself on track in a way,、right. and not keep saying yes、uh, in some the area that just good to do, but are not necessity to get you where you want. And、right. I think that's、uh, really crucial. And then when you mentioned the communicator, is they keep inside because they're so emotional, they're sensing everything. But、uh, we question ourselves in. What does that mean? Do I need to be perfect in some way before I even express it? And、mm-hmm. then、um, to be able to have that communication and trust ourselves that if you hire your team, of course they're there to support you and they're there to listen to your ideas and to work together. So it would be more beneficial to everybody if they know. What you have in your head, instead of trying to be a mind reader, which I don't know、exactly. about you, nobody can actually do it. <laughs> no, I, I failed that course in, in college, but yeah, and you know, for you, you practitioners out there, imagine knowing the saboteur of each of your staff as well as your patients. So you'll actually know how to support them in the way they need to be supported, not in a way you think. They need to be supported, which is really how you need to be supported. We've taken low performance employees within a couple of weeks, bring them to a high performers because now the manager or the the doc, the business owners, was able to understand that. Oh my goodness, this is the problem. And once they were able to shift that, the person shifted as well. And imagine knowing the potential saboteur of your potential client. 
you'll know the resistance. And then now you can bring them to your product or service if that product or service is right for them. Karma's a bitch. So uh, we make sure that you do it if, if they really truly need it. But these are the things that I teach and many things that I have discovered because we have this course called uh, Transcendence 101 from Self-Sabotage to Self-Made Success. And in five weeks or less, we guarantee you, you will self-stop self-sabotage. We had an acupuncturist just uh, two months ago doubled his practice within the five weeks. And he was a supplier, saboteur. He was always overly giving. And once he started pulling back and knew he had to do that and feel comfortable with it, patients out of nowhere started coming in. People that were, quote, you know, you know, the pitas, right? The pain in the asses, right? They started going away because he wasn't always trying to keep them because he felt bad. That's not that he was pushing them away. They were just leaving because he shifted. So when you shift you, your outer world shifts. It's not the other way around. Even the person you can't stand is a part of you. So everything outside of you is you. That person you can't stand is a part of you you can't stand. And we see consistently, change your saboteur, use your antidote, change your vibration. Two things happen, that person leaves or they stay and change to stay in your world. And we've had people like, I don't know where patients would start coming in, doing whatever, because they felt different. They were able to do it. And that's where it comes down to three. There are actually three reasons why we sabotage that we were able to discover. Yeah, that's a really good segment is we actually have to recognize we got into our own way and sometimes we don't even know it. And if you don't know what's happening, of course, you can't course correct and right. always see is problems in front of us. And then in healthcare, particularly, we are trained to identify problems. Mm-hmm. So we're always like, Oh, who did that? What happened? Da, da, da. And thinking that's the only way we can prevent something from happening. But we're not realizing how are we perceive the problem? What our tendencies actually are the cause of the backlog of the conflict of the problems. So right. be able to recognize the sabotaging tendencies and then creating these antidotes is really crucial. So I actually wanted to discuss a little bit more on uh, if you have time just to break sure. down what could be the antidote for each of them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, before I get into that, one of the things that we uh, crucial that we were able to discover is that you ever see the, the domino masters, they push the one domino and goes straight. The last one hits and let's say balloons are released. That's your imposter syndrome. That's your anxiety, your depression, your stress, everything you see what last right? So what do we do? We take our coping methods and do what? We put them on the balloons, not the one domino. What's easier? Hold down the balloons and stop pushing the one damn domino. That's your saboteur. And what was discovered is that that saboteur, that one thing creates all of your negative emotions, all your negative feelings, everything that you don't want. We prove it a hundred percent of time consistently. So when you push down the, when you push down the saboteur, it goes down the road of frustration. But when you push the antidote, the exact opposite, you go down a road of inspiration and motivation because it's everlasting. And then during that five-week course, we actually give you one subconscious word that you use that stops all of your goals. So when we show you five steps to offset that one word, you have to achieve your goal. We actually prove that to you. So the antidote basically, and they can get this through, uh, we'll talk about the quiz. They can take a nine-question quiz, is that the director saboteur because they're scattered all over the place, needs to become aware and follow through. 
You know, so I recently had someone say, well, that's simple. I said, yeah, it's simple. But what do I do? I said, that's what we dive deep to deep into. So you really know as a director saboteur, how to become aware, how to become aware that you're scattered all over the place or you're hyper-focused because you waited to the last minute. And then when you finally get something done after two days, you go, I got it done. Then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I didn't really organize my time. And now I got all this other stuff I got to do. And then you go back and forth between scattered and hyper-focused. So becoming aware when you're in those areas and then learning how to follow through with specific steps then you're, you become less chaotic. So you don't, because a lot of people go, well, my chaos lets me get things done. I said, yes, but when you use the antidote, you don't need the chaos. Right. That's just a lie that we tell ourselves that I have to have the chaos to put me into a place that I can focus instead of actually there are much better ways without the stress to do the most productive thing. Yeah, we actually see it stimulates the brain because usually director saboteurs have a serotonin or a dopamine deficiency. Right. So the supplier saboteur is to value themselves and others because they don't validate themselves. They are doing all those giving so much away because they're asking people to please validate me, see how much value I have. But at that moment, they're actually devaluing themselves because they're giving too much away. Right. Your prices are too low. You know, you're not so charging enough. You're giving this away for free because you feel that's what you're supposed to do. You're not, because as soon as you do that, you devalue. Therefore, the person's not going to do what you're asking them to do. With, when I was in the cash practice, I used to you know, charge between $2,500 to $6,800 for my, for my programs because I knew what I was doing was changing their lives, but also I was also dealing with business people that they would increase thousands upon thousands of dollars in their business. So you have to realize that as a supplier saboteur, you are okay to receive and be worthy. The communicator saboteur needs to express and to connect to themselves and others. And by learning that, by opening up and telling people what you really believe in, it's an illusion that you think that you're going to be attacked. Sometimes you will. And a lot of times supply uh, communicator saboteurs are married to superpower communicators that they'll overly talk them. They're like, well, why should I even talk to you? You talk over me. So I'm going to disconnect and go someplace else. So once they realize that we had a communicator saboteur coach who was going through the program within Uh, five weeks, their relationship skyrocketed because she realized about her sequence of what she was doing, how she was disconnecting, but she also understood her husband. And I was telling her exactly what to do to shift it. And he never knew she was taking the course. So we actually show people how to shift others by shifting themselves. Yeah, that's very crucial. It's not just about us. It's about recognizing the pattern of others. So then you can understand that I can shift myself into the better place to help them to be in that place of synchronicity instead of, of fighting against each other when you have no idea what's even happening. Imposter syndrome is when you feel like a fake. Even though you are good at doing that exact same thing, you might doubt your ability and think that you only succeeded because of luck not because you are good at it. This feeling can affect anyone and is common among high achievers. But it's important to remember that these feelings are not true and are just in your head. To overcome imposter syndrome, you can try to embrace failure 
talk to someone for support, and celebrate your achievements. By doing these things, you can overcome your self-doubt and reach your full potential. This episode is supported by Sabrina Rumbeck LLC. Myself, I love celebrating the wins, the innovations, the creative from different healthcare entrepreneurs and business owners, just like yourself. If you want to share your journey and your discovery, how you are being a change maker in the healthcare space, please apply to be a speaker at sabrinarumbeck.com/guests. All right, let's get back to the wrap up of our show. I know you've been doing amazing work with all these practitioners and business owners. So,、um, how are you able to keep your life balanced、uh, and then be able to do all this amazing work? Because I use my antidote. So, I'm a director saboteur. If you told me ten years ago I'd be, I'd be this automated,、uh, controlled of my emotions,、uh, able to get things done, finish through, I think you're out of your mind.、Um, so, I do what I teach. Ninety to ninety-five percent of the time,、They're、like, well, why not a hundred percent? Because you can't. If I'm doing that a hundred percent of the time, I'm not taking any risks. I'm not expanding. I'm not evolving. So you have to evolve. See, one of the things people don't realize is that we're not here on this earth for everything to go well. Okay, the saboteur. What I was able to discover is there, like I said, to evolve us because it brings adversity in. And by bringing adversity in, it allows us to get past that sequence and give us the ability to evolve as human beings. So realize that when you embrace your adversity, their gift is there. When you understand your saboteur and you understand the antidote, any adversity that comes to you, you can neutralize very quickly because now you'll see the benefit out of it compared to it being a detriment. Yes, everything can be turned into a gift or opportunity, and then some. That one percent and that you mentioned, it's something we cannot control, and therefore we should not be obsessed over them. We can see into the future and the possibilities. So、oh, yeah. it's amazing that to have you on today and、Thank、to、you. share these. Different types, and people can please go to Dr. Phillips' website, take your quiz. He's going to be able to tell you within just a few minutes of what type of software you have, and you can start shifting into that better place, better connecting with your patients, your clients, and. Really, even in your relationship as well. So, please share with everyone what is that link. Yeah, they can go to Sab Quiz. So Sab is short for sabotage. Sabquiz dot com. So it's S A B Quiz dot com. Go there. Please read the instructions. You want to you want to take the quiz as if you were as a child or a teenager, because a lot of times people have gone through therapy and coaching, and they answer it as if they are today. That's not what you want. Sometimes it'll be accurate, but it won't. By doing it that way, you'll then see. This this saboteur. It's only nine questions. It's not 186. You'll get your、uh, antidote as well as your saboteur. And then for actually for a limited time, we're actually offering a one-on-one with me, a 30-minute strategy call. Give me your、uh, business or personal problem, and I'll show you how your saboteur 
created that challenge and how to use the antidote to start solving it immediately. So do that quickly because we're going to be getting that off and going to more live uh, webinars. Um, we were doing some experiments with this, but uh, yeah, it's working well and uh, people are really seeing some tremendous uh, results. Perfect. Go check out that link and go take your quiz and connect with Dr. Philip. And I appreciate you guys. Until next time. In today's episode, we discussed the five best tips to overcome your inner saboteur. If you stay tuned to this episode, most likely you are looking to shift something around in the way you do business in order to create a better life for yourself and bigger impact in your company. To recap, number one, the director saboteur person makes things difficult for them on purpose or without realizing it. This can mean blocking communication and putting up roadblocks for team members. This can lead to low morale, less work being done, and many people quitting their jobs. It's important for companies to notice and fix these problems right away. Number two, say no gave you the ability to set your boundaries. You should say no when it's needed and you do not have to explain why. When you make fear-based decisions, you generally think about missing out on something. This is the way you can overcome your supplier saboteur. Number three, accept your feeling rather than denying them. Avoid being judgmental of yourself and others. Practice how you like to express yourself by journaling your feelings. Being a good listener when people share their thoughts and feelings with you. This is the way you can overcome your communicator saboteur. Number four, serotonin and dopamine are important chemicals in our brain that help control how we feel and act. If someone has a low level of these chemicals, they might have problems with their mood, emotions, and movements. For example, a lack of serotonin can cause depression, anxiety, and trouble sleeping. A lack of dopamine can lead to Parkinson's disease, ADHD, and other movement disorders. Physicians might give medication to help improve the level of these chemicals, but things like exercise, eating well, and being mindful can also help. Number five, becoming hyper-focused from being scattered requires developing good habits and creating a structured environment. There are some steps to help you achieve that. Set clear goals, eliminate distractions, make a to-do list, and prioritize tasks based on the importance and urgency. Use time management tips to set deadlines and limit the time spent on non-essential tasks. Take breaks. Regulate breaks can also improve focus and productivity. Remember, you should do time block 20 to 30 minutes at a time and take a non-negotiable five minutes break in between, especially when you're doing things during your peak performance hours. By implementing these steps, you can gradually improve your focus and become more productive. It might take some time and effort, but the result will be worth it. I hope you liked today's episode. If you're listening to me right now, odds are you're frustrated by how 
healthcare businesses are running today. I'm with you. I'm looking to change the conversation that we are having in the healthcare industry. It starts with me, and it starts with you. I want to connect with you and get to know your struggles and success within the healthcare industry. Visit sabrinaroundback.com/connect, where you can send me a direct message. She really gets. The conversation. She understands. She's an incredible listener. We were talking about worthiness, and she really understands the concept of it, how it affects people in their businesses, in their clinics, in in their daily life, in their relationships. So I just want to encourage you to one listen to our show, but to jump on board and start listening to this woman because she has so much insight and wisdom that you don't want to miss out. So come to sabrinarumpack.com/connect. And let's continue the conversation.